0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to an indulgent wild ride with steve We're really, really indulging ourselves over here, man. We're talking about busted nuts and eating chicken being the most sublime experience of all time. And then there's old Scott Randolph. I mean, dude, what isn't he doing to indulge himself? I mean, I'm telling you, this guy's hilarious. Stavros, man. I've really, really hit it off with him, and uh, he's my new bro. So get ready for a hilarious, indulgent wild ride. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, Stavros Halkius.
1: Hell yeah. Thanks I, for having me, dog.
0: Yeah, dude, I said that right? You
1: nailed it. You nailed nice. it great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, man, thanks for doing it, dude. Dude. I've, uh, seen you, I've seen you everywhere. You're on fire.
1: Thank you. I'm trying to be. Shout out to the algorithm. I don't know what happened. But it, it lifted me, it lifted me into the, you know, I, ca- I caught in that motherfucker and I just got to get famous off posting uh, TikToks somehow. Oh, so, wow. yeah, so that yeah, was yeah, it, yeah, huh? Yeah. I mean, I had some shit going before. I was, uh, had a big podcast before. Uh, I was on Cometown, That really helped a lot. But then something just happened where I was like, I'll just, I was putting out my special and I was like, well, let me just see what happens if I put out some dumb little clips and, you know? Here we wow. are. I feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's been happening a lot with comedians. Who, uh, they just blowing up over TikTok. Yeah. Like comedians that have been working for years. Totally. Like totally. over 10 years. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden they
2: get this crazy viral clip. Yeah. And then now they're selling out shows. Is
1: that like a Matt Reif thing? Is that how he kind of started blowing <laughs> yeah, yeah. up? Yeah, I think it's the same thing. It's literally the same thing except, you know, I, like people talk about how it's easy to be fat and like look funny in comedy, but like. If you just are ripped and have DSLs, you're going to do better. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Rive's just a piece of ass. Yeah. A, like The, a the algorithm still ass. understands, like, <laughs> fuckable people more than anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all it is is, like, quick looking. Like, that's why someone with big ass titties is going to go further. You know what I mean? Like, someone with... As long as you just kind of... Because I know that's what... My algorithm is all... It's either, like, you know, delicious meals or big ass... Someone with big tits or like uh it started with fitness like because i was like trying to work out and then slow like one hot girl would sneak in but she was still doing like you know showing you how to do an exercise then slowly you know there was less about the exercise you could see more of her pussy through her shorts (laughs) that's a big thing with fitness with like fitness like uh content accountants. (laughs) it's like yeah 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 but it's like ostensibly uh it's ostensibly for fitness but it's like you are just I don't know who designs the shorts. that ha- they, It feels like they have specific, like, pussy material to make it even more <laughs> visible than any other short. I've done a lot of time. I've spent a lot of time on that part of TikTok. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> pussy talk. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so it wasn't um,
1: the special itself. The special definitely helped, right? Like, that was the whole idea. It was like I was trying to get, uh, I was just trying to post shit so that people would see the special because my YouTube channel didn't have shit really going on. I had like 20,000 followers. But then the clips got it to like, you know, I don't know, 300 400,000. And then the special itself then got it like up another, you know, but yeah, the special did really well. I was just trying to, so it was kind of like a one-two punch where it's like, yeah. you have the clips and then you're like, hey, I also can do not crowd work. Here's like an hour of jokes. Right. Um, and uh, and then plus, you know, if you're on the road and just doing a good show, people will come back and see you more and more, so. For yeah. sure,
0: man. Uh, so I was struck. Watching your uh, Live at the Lodge special, Mm -hmm. your candor about uh, taking drugs.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
0: like, it's pretty wild. Like, you know, I think most people, if they do partake in cocaine, Mm -hmm. they're not going to say that very loudly at a public level. Sure, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the whole point of stand-up is that, like, it's a, it's I mean, it's a bullshit art form, and all we can, it's like you're just supposed to have a good time. The two things that I think are very important with stand up is like have a good ass time, let people like laugh. That's it, right? Just entertain people. But also, if there's one thing we can kind of that has artistic merit, I think is just being completely open and honest. And I think that's the best stand up. You can do be a really good stand up and just write jokes that aren't don't really tell people about you. But I think. What I'm interested in and when I think we kind of get to artistic merit is when, like, yeah, dude, you're just an open book. And that's what's interesting about it. It's just a person legitimately. And that's why I like talking to the audience. And I'll be very, you know, open with them. And I talk – it's not just drugs. It's, you know, talk about my family. I talk about, you know, all my sexual embarrassments, you know, of of which there are many. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I mean, I was definitely – I was definitely in the zone. I mean, I don't, I don't do cocaine anymore because my rule is after 30, it's either be fat or do cocaine. Nice. I don't think you could do both. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a little tough on the ticker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like really, uh, you're,
1: you're, you're really risking it over there. But, yeah, you know, I'll still do a mushroom every once in a while. I'll still do a little acid. Obviously, some weed. I watched, you know, Got High, watched Lone Wolf McQuaid. Two days ago, really great picture. I suggest you check it out. But yeah, man, I love, uh, that's the whole point. It's just like being honest and letting Did, people in on your shit.
0: Was it difficult to stop doing cocaine? Not
1: really. I'm much more of a downers guy.
0: Uh, okay. I like
1: just, like, I am happy I didn't grow up in like the age of opium dens. Because that would have been my shit. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? Just yeah. like
1: laying on a little mattress, you know what I mean? Yeah. Smoking opium. A whorehouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting sucked off by like a big-titted... Uh, someone who had been like a, a prostitute that came over on like a ship you know what i mean like that would have been that would have been my life in the 1800s yeah like the no Nick- question the,
2: the knickerbocker uh, clive owen uh, frequented those places yeah hell yeah
1: I, do they still they got they got opium dens I, they did <laughs> yeah yeah in like yeah. The 1902 oh yeah dude that's yeah thank god there's no time machines either because i still the cleanliness might be a problem if i went back in time but if i was of the era. I'd be in there, yeah. I like you know, I like the little pills, that kind of stuff. But you know, it never got that out of control because my biggest addiction, for sure, is food. It's not even close. So it's yeah. like, you know, and that's why my favorite drug, the one I have the most problems with, is actually weed. Where it's like, it's the it's like the, it's the most gentle one. But it's like, that's the one that fucks my life up the most because I just, wow. you know, it starts with like, let me just smoke a little to go to bed, and then it's like, you know. Then you're like, oh, I have, I have 38 minutes before this incredible, Im- incredibly important meeting. I could take a 40 milligram edible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it becomes that. I'll sleep it off in, you know, a half hour and be ready to go. But you know, it also enhances being fat as shit too, because you get to. Right. There's nothing like just getting high and ordering, you know, forty dollars of Chinese food and you got you got your favorite Ben and Jerry's just. Locked and loaded in the free in the freezer, you know what I mean?
0: I um have had times when I felt hard done by that I can't smoke weed anymore, yeah, that's why uh, I don't like to like go to concerts and stuff like yeah. when, whenever I smell weed, it's kind of upsetting to me, yeah, because I love the way it smells <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and if I'm honest, like I, I would love to be able to smoke weed, yeah problem is that my weed bone is connected to my booze bone yeah, yeah, yeah. my booze bone <laughs> is connected to my coke bone my coke bone connected to my pill bone yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and next thing you know it's uh it's all pcp and, <laughs> and uh you know so uh, i'm i'm very clear that i can't and sometimes yeah. that just that 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 hurts my feelings oh
1: i get that dude
0: <clears throat> so uh <clears throat> baltimore yeah dude That, uh, that's a tough town.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it was, but it's, like, you don't know any better when you grow up there. And also, like, I grew up in Greektown, which was, you know, we had, like, one murder a year. You know what I mean? And it was, like, big, it was big news, but it wasn't, like, you never really felt like you were in danger. You know what I mean? It's, like, and I was very lucky. I never got, I never got robbed or anything like that. I had a lot of friends who were, like, uh... Because, like, in every, in every, like, city where, you know, in every, like, city that's not doing well financially, like, economically, I feel like the arts center is also right by a horrific neighborhood. So I had a lot of, like, yeah. artsy, like, fucking, you know, scrawny friends who were just, like, like I, one of my friends like, this little-ass dude who's so, I mean, he's, he's very creative, he's awesome, but, like, he would get robbed just... Constantly, like he would just factor it into his like budgeting that like <laughs> I'm going to get robbed. You know what I mean? But I think you know what, I,
0: does, what does getting robbed look like in in uh, Baltimore? You know,
1: just somebody stopping you, maybe having a gun, maybe pretending to have a gun, have you know, and just being like just running your pockets or just not you know knocking you out. A lot of my friends would get like sucker punched and shit like that. But if you just like looked in if you just did, looked harder to rock i think being fat i was just like if you had to pick a guy that if you had to pick if, fat and still like uh you know ambulatory like not not like <laughs> yeah. shuffling sideways but like if you could if you were fat and could move in a straight line pretty nice if you if you hadn't hit the like you know the threshold of like way too fat right. and and easy to like topple over I think you're like, I'd rather rob a smaller man.
0: So you are an intimidating fat.
1: I think I was just, I just, you know. Just crossed the line of Just enough where if you didn't know me, you know what I mean? Maybe it's like, why don't we, let's not, it's like, it's just safer to rob someone who's, (laughs) uh, you know, not as fat. You know what I mean? Like just doughy, just, you never know with a fat guy. Might be a power lifter. I was not, but you know what I mean? There are some sneaky, powerful fat men out there. It's a lot of yeah. pent up rage with fat people. You That's know. another thing you could tap into. That yeah, you can, in my twenties like I could tap like into like yeah, not getting pussy, like just just incel fat uh, rage. That's and there's not nothing something. anybody can do to stop you. No, no. If it gets released, usually you turn it inside and you eat, you know, crumpets <laughs> to 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 make it go away. You know what
0: I mean. I... I... <laughs> Only fairly recently learned the definition of incel.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is
0: that crazy? Like is there not more than one definition of incel?
2: I think it's a, it's like a military term.
0: <laughs> well, incel. no, no. What it means is uh, somebody who is involuntarily, involuntarily celibate. celibate.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh that's what incel, incel means? You didn't yeah.
1: know incel no, I, I thought it was like incel. a military term. It's like we got yeah. like three
2: incels over here in the it building.
1: Means, <laughs> <see that>? <laughs> <laughs> Let that sink in. What the fuck is going on you guys? You all you guys have a huge internet presence. You don't know incels? I guarantee you a lot of incels subscribe to the channel, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, mean, I know how to
2: spell it. It's probably I-N-C-E-L, right? Yeah, yeah, there
1: yeah.
0: you go. Yeah, I mean, not, that doesn't count. If That's hey, not anything. It's, like a sophist- it's a sophisticated word yeah. for a guy who wants pussy, but yeah. he can't get it. Can- well let me tell you about something anybody can get stevo's hot sauce for your butthole stevo's butthole destroyer hot sauce anybody can get these great stocking stuffers on amazon and there's my bobblehead which anybody can get at stevo.com but the important question is how do i ship these awesome things to the people who order them i use ship station why because it brings everything you need to run an e-commerce business into one place all of the different shipping services fedex ups united states postal service and it can see the best rates like that are normally reserved for fortune 500 companies and man i'm telling you we just have our warehouse when the order comes in print the label slap it on the box stick the goods in there it's out the door it's so easy and the holidays are coming up and i wish you were excited as i am because we're going to do a great deal of business and you should too plus if you want to get an absolutely risk-free two months Free trial, then go to shipstation.com and use the promo code STEVO. That's 60 days, two months, and you get to try this service, see how easy it is, how good the rates are, and how much you can blow up your business. So, one more time for that easy, free. Risk-free 60-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com and use the promo code Stevo. Listen, people, the holidays are upon us, and it's time to make ship happen. Now let's get back to it. Can't get pushed but he can't get it
2: involuntarily.
0: Yes. Yeah, invite. He wants to be crushing beef.
2: Yes. But. Oh, so I was an incel for a very long <laughs> Without time. Without question. Yeah. Without question. Involuntary yeah. celibate. Yeah. But I, I read that you're married. That's not true. I'm
1: not mad. Where'd you read that?
2: I think on Wikipedia. <laughs> That's not
1: on I my think, Wikipedia. I think <laughs> it, it,
2: said, it said that you're married. One, one. it said you're married to a dude. Oh, and then another okay. article I, I, I read said that you were married to a girl
1: okay well no
2: (laughs) and I even said that to you I was like oh I didn't know he was gay and then yeah
1: we got a crack research department on the (laughs) wild ride pod yeah Yeah, I saw it somewhere you were gay or married or something (laughs) what was that like (laughs) <laughs> oh, on Filani News.ng. Yeah, huh? what is that?
2: It is shared that the spouse's name of
1: Stavros is Adam Friedman. That's my boy, Adam. We used to do Comptown together, so it's a joke of, you know... It'd be like saying, Steve-O's married to Wee Man, and somebody believing that. Okay. <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? But uh, that's all right.
1: Guilty. <laughs> that's
0: okay. Uh, the, yeah, uh, the, the disbanding of the Comptown mm-hmm. podcast... uh, Is is that shrouded in in scandal and controversy?
1: (laughs) It's not, I mean, I think it's a little bit people are curious, but I think like, you know, kind of what, it was just time to move on for me personally, where it was like, I was pretty burned out. And I thought not doing the pod was what I wanted to kind of like chill out. Um, And then because of, like, I planned to just kind of like take it really easy after stopping the podcast. And then all that, like I said, all that random, the internet shit kind of blew up without me expecting to. So I left the pod thinking I'd be like way less busy and just kind of be able to focus on myself. And like, you know, cause we joke about, you know, obviously you understand somebody having their demons. Like I really felt like kind of the stress of being on the road constantly and like trying, you know, I hadn't had the special yet. And I was like, I really wanted to break through as a stand-up and not as a podcast guy. That always kind of bothered me a little bit. So. I just wanted to kind of focus on stand up and then maybe get healthier and do that shit. And so I figured <laughs> let's stop and then let me stop and, and chill out. And then shit blew up and I was like, fuck, I'm making a lot of money on the road now I can't stop. So now it's like, not only did I, the podcast ended and then I just was like, well, I'm getting all these new fans. I should have a podcast. So I started another podcast like six months later, just cause it was like the right business decision. Um, but I think it ended up for the best. Where I'm, and like, other than me getting fatter and fatter the last few years and getting more and more fucked up, everything else has been going great. You know, everything else like ended up for the best. And um, I think the show was probably going to end that year anyway, so it was just we pulled the. I pulled, you know, I kind of left a little earlier just for my own shit, and then um, you,
0: you just said, "Look, cooks, I'm done with you." Yeah, I'm, I just can't do this
1: shit. I just I need a little time to myself, and then I took like. Two weeks to myself, and then I was like, "Fuck, this it, shit's kind of blowing up."
0: That when you said uh, I, that you were working on getting healthier, yeah, I, I, I found myself like <laughs> yeah. kind of starting to giggle because I pictured you. <laughs> watching tiktoks to get healthy yeah and and and, and it just turned into jacking off my dick getting hard i can't tell you
1: how often that has happened
0: where it's like
1: i'll be like i'll be looking through like my saved recipes where it's like healthy like egg white shit and then i just flip to the next one and it's like you know, someone teaching you deadlift form, and then within four, it's just a fat-titted Russian lady just <laughs> bench-pressing, and the bench is, like, was mushing her tits. And I'm like, I'm going to search yoga pants in X videos and see what I get
0: after that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's, uh, that, that's fantastic, man.
2: Yeah. Um, Do you have any, like, uh, things on the road that you do to, like, meal prep or...?
1: I mean, I try. I mean... When the when it starts, like when the when the when the tours would start, I definitely was like, uh, you know, I I would like order meals and I one time I flew my, my brother has a gym shout out to Nick, uh, uh, Odyssey Strength and Conditioning folks if you're out in Maryland and so he would train me he he came out to Houston when I was there, and I, but then it just like it just gets so fucking hectic. I don't know how you guys feel about the road, but it's like, it's I can it's start I can start okay and then it's just like the and i was on you know i've been on the road basically with a couple breaks here and there since the pandemic ended like as soon as you could stay gay on the road and it's this weird thing where it's like you know i grew up poor as shit and so it's like and i was making some money off kumtown i was making good money on Town, and then i i was doing well ticket sell wise right like yeah. i was doing well you know comedy clubs selling out one or two shows but then once this fucking internet shit popped it was It was like, I was making the kind of money on the road where I was like, this probably, and you know, I don't know if you feel this way, but like, I'm pessimistic where I'm like, this is not going to last.
0: Right. So it's this thing of
1: like, something, someone's going to realize no one should be paying theater prices for stand-up comedy. (laughs) Somebody's going to, like, there's going to be a mass, people are going to figure this out. We're going to be, you know, we're going to be exposed as the frauds we are and sent back (laughs) to comedy clubs Mm -hmm. to make like half the money. And so I just, like, kept saying yes to more and more stuff to the point where, you know, now I've saved up a good amount of money, um, but it would be, like, every tour would start, like, oh, I'm not going to go too crazy. And then I would just (laughs) add more and more stuff, and then by, you know, and then I'm, like, I'm going to... The first weekend, you're, like, eating salads and shit, and then, like, you know, four months in, it's just, like, I can't sleep, so I'm taking edibles. I'm taking... I've gotten fat as hell, so... I'm taking dick pills just to make my dick even sort of work. You know what I'm like? Mm-hmm. And, so, and you're just like, in. Su- I'm just in such disarray where I'm just like, you know, overheating all the time. And like, you know, I'm taking like cold baths to get going. So
0: so when you're taking the dick pills to mm-hmm. make the dick sort
1: of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to get into this for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had, I have a lot of thoughts on dick yeah. pills. So let's get in there. Right, I mean, of course we're talking about... <laughs> Blue juice. Are
1: you a, are they, are they a sponsor of the I love, yeah, program? yeah, and, and I happen to love
0: them.
1: Okay, well look, I have some beef with the, the general dick pill uh, market because I'm out there as a free agent and okay. I, you know what I mean? I don't have no ads on Stavi's World when it comes to dick pills and I'm just saying everyone's fucking up because I'm a, I am on the record years a proud <laughs> user of the product with, with, I mean, it's in my, spe- I've talked about it in specials. So, you know, I'm talking, I can't say, steve exactly which I'm talking about until they cut a check oh, I can't say cat? who what dick pills are making my dick get to 65% hard so I can mash it <laughs> so I can mash it into some woman who probably had a fat charismatic father and that's the reason she's agreed to suck me off in my hotel room and then leave immediately afterwards <laughs> you know what I mean that's right. you know I can't I can't specify the brand but if you want to say it's blue chew that's fine with me I won't I won't fuck your money up yeah. you know <laughs> yeah
2: wow that that thought process i mean is that what you're thinking about when the chick's sucking your dick it's like i probably look like your father no in the moment i'm thinking yeah
1: yeah yeah no no in the moment i'm thinking (laughs) nice (laughs) 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 this (laughs) is fucking awesome (laughs) in the Ah. moment and then i bust and that's when those thoughts come in yeah you know then you you
2: eat fucking m&ms or something in the corner oh dude
1: it's really fucked up what like truly nothing makes me happier than just Getting a nice little nut off and then <laughs> hanging out with someone with fat titties and eating like chicken tenders and a and Doss afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that's what's fucked up is that it's like, I, I don't know if you feel this way about your addictions, but it's like, yeah, I'm addicted to this because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking, it fucking rules. Like, this yeah. is, it, I know it's, I know tomorrow I will feel horrendous, but right now I, I will never feel better. Like, they're, like, I promise you, my brain lights up in a way that like when somebody holds their newborn for the first time, I'm, I'm having a better time than they are holding their newborn when I'm just, just freshly sucked off with like a chick, a fried chicken thigh in my mouth. You know what I mean? Like, I am having a better experience than someone who, and not even just someone who accidentally had a kid. Someone who tried for 10 years and they had a miracle child. And, it, and you know, the doctor said in vitro won't work. And then so- somehow on the anniversary of their dead mother's birthday, they conceive. And then finally the baby comes out and it's beautiful and it has no health problems whatsoever. I'm having a better time than that guy <laughs> like in, yeah. in, in the, you know, Courtyard Marriott. Or watching diners drive-ins, and dives with cum on my belly. <laughs> like, I, I promise you. You know.
0: That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> but do you wake up the next morning full of shame, or do you wake up like, no. "Oh damn, that chicken tender and no. that low no, job dude. was great"? I feel all. I real like. I don't feel shame. I just feel like, you know, awesome. hung over and fucked up. Yeah. But he, the other fucked up feeling is like, I kind of like that feeling. I yeah. kind of. There's something to that. Like, it's like. I understand that this I'm paying the piper for yesterday and it's like I don't have shit to do. I'll lay in my fucking bed for four hours. You know what I mean? Like it my favorite thing that happens on the road, like, and I'm getting away from it because it is bad for me. I get that. Like, it's getting a little too unhealthy. At a certain point, you just gotta quit it. But like that rhythm of like get fucked up, be so have a great time at like, you know, until four AM, and then be so feel like such shit that you just have to kind of lay in your bed, take a you know cold shower, have a, at that point I'm having like, I have to, I'm like, oh fuck, a show is coming. So you're kind of in survival mode. And that's the only time I can kind of take care of myself when it's like life or death. So I'm like, I'm actually eating kind of healthy that day. I'm working out to kind of get the, mm-hmm. get the juices flowing. I'm taking a nap. Mm-hmm. I'm like doing everything you need to to get your, I'm drinking green juices and shit. And then I have like a, a coffee right before the show. And then you finally feel good. Like, you feel like shit all day. And then you feel good at, like, 7 p.m., shows at 8. Then you do the show. You know how the fuck, the high after a show. So now I'm finally well-rested. And then it's like, what, I'm going to go to bed after that? And then it's this fucked-up cycle where it's like, well, I'm getting fucked up now. Like, I'm fucking, I feel great. I feel awesome. (laughs) I've done all this healthy shit today to survive, but now you add... You add the like momentum of the show, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go just have a good ass time. I'm not going back to fucking. I'm not going to do. I'm not gonna do like yoga and go to bed.
0: I'm gonna. What, I'm gonna have a good time." What does uh, partying after a show look like?
1: At this point, it really just. At this point, I mean, it used to just look like you know, going out for you know, hanging around. Like very early on in my career, it's like when I'm, I'm not doing well, like overall, where it's like, you know, you're just kinda, in that moment, you're like, in that room you're famous and nowhere else are you famous. So it used to look like, hey, wanna get drinks at the bar in the comedy club where I still have like, my halo around me? Because the second you walk out as like a, a young comic, the second you leave the premises, you're just some fucking guy. You know what I mean? You're just some guy with
0: five roommates after that point. Everybody wants to feel important. And I feel like an absolute king when I sit on my throne and take a huge sloppy dump with my hello tushy bidet. This is officially my favorite sponsor of the Wild Ride Podcast. I've said that the entire time. I love it so much. It's like pressure cleaning your butthole after you take a dump. And if it's a dump that follows Steve-O's butthole destroyer, then it couldn't be more important to have Hello Tushy. It's so soothing and it's so complete in the way that you clean your butthole. It's time to stop wiping people and start washing your butthole. And it's time to get 10% off your first order by going to hellotushy.com slash stevo. Again, for 10% off your first order, this is my favorite. Sponsor of the Wild Ride Podcast. And it is the only way to take a dump. Absolute refreshment and total cleanliness with hellotushy.com slash stevo. So jump on it and let's get back to it.
1: Uh, so I would just like hang out and like get fucked up and hopefully some woman who was at the show, you know, would come back to the hotel. that was probably around the corner from the shitty comedy club I was at uh but and then and now it's kind of gone the full fully the other way where it's like I travel with my friends so that you know I have my my best friend El. this is my road manager he's my podcast producer too and I bring you know a friend on the road I bring JP McDade great travel on a bus now not yet we're not in the bus zone yet but uh we'll do like you know I'm I'm in the SUV you know what I mean there like I'm go. in the sprinter van but it's like it now it just looks like let's get high with our let me get high with my boys and like you know may you know not not eat anything too too bad or or it's like just you know dm somebody and like you know or meet a girl at the show and be like do you just want to hang out and it's but i don't even like to go out anymore it's just like let's literally watch diners drive-ins and dives and you know (laughs) eat eat what's that Huh? I've never seen that show. <laughs> what the, you don't know what it is? You don't <laughs> yeah, know what d- Diners, d- Drivers and Dives is? What channel what is it on? Immediate... People still watch TV? <laughs> Dude, come on. Guy like... Fieri. Triple D, brother. Do you know what that is?
0: <laughs> I, I do not, but uh, no. I, I, get, I get the sense that it's... Uh...
1: <laughs> I've been watching Suits on Netflix.
0: Hey, you a Suits guy?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You guys aren't part of the Guy... F- you, you don't know about the Guy Fieri extended universe? I'm no. I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy guy. Do you? I love his no. stuff. No. I know
2: Guy Fieri has a fantastic restaurant in Vegas. Okay, best hamburger I've ever had in my life.
1: <laughs> Damn, dude! That's all I know. You just know him from the from the food. That's good. That's well, and actually... the memes. Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. old TV show, but yeah. No, I like hotel. I don't know. In hotel rooms, you get to watch a little cable. It makes you feel, you know, like you're going back in time. Dude,
2: you know it's crazy. I've been on the road with Steve for like ten years. Mm-hmm. What? How many hotels have we been in? I mean, <laughs> yeah. do do the math, right? Yeah. I've never turned my TV on in the hotel that's room. That's
1: insane! That, it's really? Insane. I don't turn you're the TV not, on you're, ever. Wow! Yeah, I think that's a pleasure of a of the road is like getting to experience. It's like you're almost in like a time machine. I you, feel
0: like I want to push back on that. I feel oh, like, I there feel we like go. I'm we like would watch time. an
2: iPad, but I've never turned on a TV. Mm. What, what what am I going to watch? I'm gonna TBS I'm gonna... with commercials. Sometimes not they a got HBO. Chance in hell. <laughs> Sometimes they got HBO. But then it's like I'd rather just go on the HBO app. I don't know. And be like, yeah, this is what I want to watch, not what
1: they want to give me. Sometimes uh, it's about going back to the old ways, the old, the the ways of our our forefathers. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> <laughs> throwing on the cable, watching a commercial.
0: Now, now Stavros is over here saying like uh, the, how, how great he feels when you know when he's found a. A sexual partner incel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. no no
1: she's not in cell anymore i'm not in cell <laughs>
0: but then there's scott over here
1: uh-huh.
0: who's very, very very mums of the word about it He's, oh really
1: uh, you won't let us know who you, when you fuck no i you mean don't let I'm your boys know to- when you bust
2: <laughs> that's one. that's another I, great because i used to be that guy where i would tell everybody i see, I see and I then see. i and then i just it's like then I, when I started getting into therapy, it was like, well, why do you have to tell people right, that? Right,
0: right, uh, right, right, right. Well, my, my take on it. <laughs> yes, yes, please, <me>, Please. <laughs> my, my, <Jeez>. my, <laughs> my take on it. See, when, when Scott and I started working together 10 years ago, uh-huh. I had just gotten out of sex addict rehab. Oh, shit. And I was like, man, now I got to go back on the road? Like, dude, I'm a dead duck, man. Yeah, I, need, yeah, I, yeah. I need someone to come on the road. And and be a professional. Jacked me off. Well, be a professional, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> professional cock blocker.
1: Yeah, ooh. So, so I was like,
0: you know, just help, help me like not Fall act out grenade. with chicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and uh, sell merch and stuff. So Scott became like a wizard wow. at selling my merch. We would share hotel rooms together. We both identified as sex addicts. Wow, interesting. We were both highly committed to art recovery. Yeah. And, um. There's something about uh, sex addiction and acting out where, like, there's a shift. You know, you go from being the guy who wants all of his bros to know that he hooked up last night. then Then you shift into, like, ooh, like... Like, uh, I'm ashamed of this. It's like al- the alcoholic sneaking drinks. Yes, you know? that's a great like point. Sne-
1: sneaking pussy. Sneaking Keeping a little pussy. flask of pussy juice. I I
0: can't say with certainty, Yeah. but I've been getting the vibe that Scott's always, like, kind of going on a date, not making a big deal out of Interesting. it. Interesting.
2: Because... Like I, okay, be, that makes sense. Because, one, I used to be that guy. Yes. Two, I, I like hold my job at like I don't want to be the guy who's fucking on the job Of course. so yeah, like yeah, when I'm yeah, on the road yeah. I'm working yeah that's a good so point. like
0: so, if, yeah. so, so he's the guy who's who's totally acting out sexually on the job but just trying to keep he a little on no,
2: I do it I, I do it very rarely like if I, but I, I you know when we were in Atlanta I was like oh I, I got this girl at the hotel like I, there's no secrets once my okay. work is done right but like once and the there's also the sold. factor of like, I don't, it's like, I don't want to be that guy. It's like, oh, I fucked last night. It's like, <laughs> yeah, bro, you're 40. you gives the a thing. shit? <laughs> the, that's the thing. It's so like, yeah,
0: so you, you are the guy who fucked last night and like, like last night.
2: I didn't know. I didn't. I, I oh, got no, in. No, 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 okay. No, I got
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> I got in and I,
2: I went to bed at uh, like 1.30 in the morning. Why,
0: why was it so important to stay in Manhattan as opposed to just buy the podcast? studio? Oh, yeah. Because
2: we were talking about it before. There's no, there's like no hotels around here. And the and the ones that were around here were like four fifty a night, um, so yeah. I chose the one in South in the Financial District because it's right across the bridge and it was like okay. a nice hotel for reasonable. Right. Okay. Now
0: again, I I don't I don't know anything. I the only thing <laughs> I know is that is just how it works. Like yeah, like yeah, what, yeah. what once you open up the. The door, the, like the whole gorilla comes out.
1: You know? I yeah, know yeah, yeah, no. I, is I'm is that to what think. you call your penis, the gorilla? <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: just, yeah, I'm it's trying hairy to,
1: all the way to the top.
2: I'm trying to think of even like <laughs> the last, like honestly, like in the last 10 years on the road, I probably hooked up with like 10 chicks.
0: Okay, well, so, so Scott's got a, a yeah. bit, like mental. Contortionism to define <laughs> being on the road. Oh, <laughs> Scott's like, no, I'm Scott's trying to think because <laughs> it's in, like Scott's I'm working, and Scott Ted is like I was only ever actually laying down in the
2: road. When I say the road, I mean, like, like, I was staying at a hotel where the address
1: was actually road, not boulevard. You're you're, you're getting pussy on an (laughs) (laughs) on-ramp. Yeah. Those are the ten you count. (laughs) Only ten times. (laughs) Only ten times. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I, I don't, I don't
2: hook up with chicks on the road, really. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because I was like,
2: I was hired as a cock block, and so like the yes. first like four or five years, it was nothing. Yeah, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just that doesn't feel okay, like so. He you waited the year. first. Four, year, four or five years to hook up with anybody on the road yeah because Steve ah, i'm going to push back
0: up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know you know when the first time
2: the first time
1: i did i remember i was Wow, okay uh, we
0: started traveling cleveland
1: cleve oh some of the best
0: we, we the finest
1: women of all time in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it was like three
2: three or like. four years in, but I remember I didn't even jack off on the road. Well, <laughs> oh no now you're idea. getting crazy.
1: Now I wasn't even there, but I have to object. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the most ludicrous things I've ever heard in my life. I <laughs> didn't jack off. There's nothing to do but jack off on right now. But we were like in, in intense like
2: sexual therapy. Okay, all right. And so all all right, I, right. for like the okay. first like two okay. years, three years, I didn't okay. even jack off while we were working.
1: Wow. I'd no, wait till we got home no, okay
0: no,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> your safe space
0: we, we started traveling together in january of 2014. yeah it wasn't four or five years i mean you and i were both said screw it like in 2016. oh hell yeah that was when we were in the uh what's, what's that district <laughs> <laughs> oh, that <laughs> ain't
1: good, no matter what. But oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, by the <laughs> Europe didn't count.
0: Europe didn't count. I oh, motherfuckers
2: <laughs> like, were M- oh, That was like two years. That was 2016.
0: We, we had a our show in Ireland was like November 30th um, of 2016, and then the rest of Europe and the UK was December 2016.
1: Right. Well, you guys had to lay off a little. Okay, so Trump had been elected. You know, you were worried. You're like, we got to start Trump busting a, nuts. Trump was yeah, in the office, he, Then That's what he got
0: elected. That's he got he elected. sworn yeah, in. That was yeah, yeah, in yeah. Europe? So we called it the end of the world tour. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Europe yeah,
1: yeah. Your, yeah, yeah. Your was, was bad. <laughs>
0: okay, that's awesome. I love
1: the idea that it's like for two years, you're like strictly we're not hooking up on the road and then you're like 2016 we did a Amsterdam, Thailand, back to Amsterdam <laughs> over to over to uh, Henderson, Nevada. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The uh, funny ranch. yeah, yeah. Those are our three stops in 2016.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and it was uh yeah, 2016. It was just kind of like, "Oh, screw it." And then it, it, I guess it was I would compare it to like an alcoholic who's been Sober, and then relapses, and the relapse is just so terrible that yeah. then after that they're sober, like properly. Okay, that's yeah.
1: good. Sometimes like, you need one of those. Yeah,
2: there. will for me, I'm like a sexual anorexic, so like oh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll splurge, and then I'll pull back okay. for like six
1: months. Okay,
2: bulimic.
0: Uh, yeah, binge,
1: yeah. A binge eater, a binge, pu- a binge pussy eater. I'm a binge. <laughs> I'm a so binger. when
0: are you gonna pull back? <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't think Scott's ever going to pull back. And I think it might have something to do with him discovering the powers of Blue Chew. I think that he's just having so much fun with the ladies that he cannot stop. And... I don't blame them because Blue Chew really is a lot of fun and if you want to try it then I think that's a pretty good idea because it's got the same active ingredient as both Viagra and Cialis except it's chewable and it only costs a fraction of the price so yeah it's a good time and you can get an entire month's supply of Blue Chew tablets absolutely for free. And only pay five bucks for shipping if you go to BlueChew.com and use the promo code Stevo. Couldn't be more simple. You get your prescription taken care of right there on the site super fast with the medical provider online. And then, boom, an entire month's supply of BlueChew tablets is on its way to you absolutely for free. You only pay five bucks for shipping. (laughs) I mean, you got nothing to lose. And if you look at Scott Randolph then I think you can tell it's going to be a good time. So go to bluechew.com, use the promo code Stevo, and let's get back to it.
2: No, I mean, I've been trying to, like, go on dates and, okay. like, dating healthily. I but it's that. Trying,
0: huh? you <laughs> doing pretty good. <laughs> like, Okay, so now. Like, it's just so uh,
2: tough dating in L.A., though. We, like,
0: okay. like, how many? Uh, you know, how many times have I how fucked
1: How much penetrative intercourse have you had? I don't even I'm know. Gonna, I'm
0: going to guess you're, you're doing pretty strong numbers, is the sense that I get.
1: No.
2: I mean, and I. I you,
0: you did not have any eye
2: contact when you said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, no. I, 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 I'll be honest with you guys. I'm trying to think of like. Yeah. Maybe the last time I fucked was Australia, but maybe wow. not. After that, probably. I can't remember. Wow. I think I just like disassociate, or the, I, like, I don't. The, I don't recall <laughs> defense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I couldn't tell but, you, Officer, Your Honor. I don't remember. I, mean, it's all okay. It's okay, all good. I No, I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah, you're pleading the yeah. fifth. You're not under oath, dude. This is the in podcasting. There is no constitutional protections. You're just gonna get grilled by your boys until you tell us. Yeah, I honestly
2: don't remember, but if you like brought it up, I'd be like, oh yeah. I mean, I got my dick sucked a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I, I,
1: I, oh, so we need to remember. So basically what you're saying is Steve needs a log of every time you fuck. <laughs> he needs to put it like a baby, like a, like a nurse, nursery camera in your room. have To watch babies. To make yeah. sure they're not choking baby in the middle monitor, of the night. yeah. yeah. <laughs> baby dick monitor.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I understand I'm not, Scott. Not to
1: disparage you. I don't know how big your penis I is, I Scott. understand Scott
0: has a warhammer. Ni- oh, that makes has nice. got like a real... I'm a
1: grower, not a shower. Nice, dude. But it's bit, but it grows it, to a nice... It,
0: he's got a huge...
1: I I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't... I've been told. This is so funny because it's like we're bullying him for having a big dick and getting pussy. This is (laughs) That's the opposite opposite of like middle school. (laughs) 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 Like when you get sober, it's like, whoa, what are you still getting pussy and drinking and doing drugs, you fucking idiot? Like everything is flipped on its head. Like we're so washed that we're like, dude, stop, dude. Stop having a big ass dick and having an awesome time and getting pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what being forties like. So we, we have hot sauce on
0: Amazon.
1: How dare you? <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Oh, Damn. Dear.
1: The twin sex, that's interesting. That you are both going through, like, what is that even? What's like sex addiction rehab even like? I don't even under, Like, they're this, just telling you to stop. It's a sex program. And okay. I think
2: the definition is to abstain. Mm-hmm. from compulsive sexual behavior that causes shame. Oh, okay, interesting.
1: So it's different for everybody. Okay, that makes sense. The yeah. shame part makes sense, I guess. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, but if you're shameless, I guess it's the, you know, there's no but there cuz it feels like a tough one to get a handle on cuz it's like yeah. it's not like like that's the problem with food too is it like you kind of have to have food. Right. Whereas like with sex addiction it's the same thing where it's like it is I mean, I guess you could abstain for times, but it's like To be a regular, well-rounded human being, you can't just cut it out the way you cut out drugs or booze or whatever. So I could see that being really hard, especially like when you finally do find someone that you like, and then you just feel all that and then you let the genie out of the bottle a little bit and you're like, Oh, this is cool. I should go pay for pussy now. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I should go I should get two women to fuck me up. That's
0: exactly you couldn't have nailed it more. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um so you clearly don't have a girlfriend or anything?
1: I don't know yeah i uh, uh I've just been it's kind of this thing where it's like you're where you travel all the time. I mean, I don't I've been on like I said I've been on the road a lot like for two basically two plus years and uh I was like getting out of a I was like getting out of a relationship going into the pandemic so like we had just broken up and um and then you know, pandemic's fucking weird and everyone's kind of so there was no one around then. And then I actually really liked, I really liked that once the pandemic opened up and it was like this weird, you know, once people were like started going outside, no one was leaving their house. Like if you like I would match with girls on Tinder and no one was leaving their house not to fuck in 2020. You know, it was like if we're leaving, we're fucking. So I kind of liked that was actually my favorite dating ever because it was like they'd come over. I'd grill up a nice meal. We'd watch a movie. It was really nice. I actually really liked that and then since then it's just been kind of like um just i've been just traveling way too much and you know to the point where it feels a little like i'm not i don't think i have like you know sex addiction but it's starting to get to the point where it's like not just in sex and relationships but like in every part of my life where i'm like i don't even feel like i live anywhere or that i have like these like connections with anyone because it's like I don't, I'm just gone all the time, and I'm always in these, like, so all my relationships are, like, you know, there's a couple, you know, maybe there's a couple people that I have. One cool thing is dating girls in open relationships, because you get to, like, you get to keep, you don't feel guilty about not dating that. you know what I mean, like, seeing right. them multiple <clears throat> times and not dating them, like, you know, if you see someone over the course of years on the road, I don't know if you've it's had.
2: safe. Where it's, like, yeah, yeah. It's non-committal.
1: Totally. It's, like, you get kind of the best of both worlds in this part, where it's, like, <laughs> They know what's up. They don't care if you fuck somebody else or whatever, and it's like you don't feel guilty because you know they have someone they actually love in their life, and it's like you could just be like a fun, a fun time. But yeah, are you seeing a therapist? I was, I was in therapy, and then I just literally stopped, like a like. Six months ago, I got really busy and I forgot to text my therapist back. And I just straight up have not texted him since then. Yeah, because you're saying a lot of things that I was on
2: uh, like on the road. And I was like talking to my therapist like, yeah, I feel like this. I don't know what I'm like. I don't have a home. I don't have yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And and they're like, well, you have to put down roots. Mm-hmm. And so that I, the big step for me was I just bought a house.
0: Nice, dude. And
2: part of doing that was because. There's a sex dungeon in the
1: basement, by the way. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever end up christening the house? Oh, we lost eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Sorry, you were trying to connect to no, me as a human I, I, being? I, yes, I have. And then I, I, I am I'm just trying to think back. because, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a piece of shit. I'm, you didn't deserve that.
2: No, no, no I <laughs> mean, I'm trying
1: to think because, yeah. like,
2: my memory isn't so well because it's, like,
1: what we what we pack... <laughs> what we pack
2: into a day yeah, is, yeah. like, so much that I don't I don't remember. <laughs> no, these are excuses you, are
1: getting wild. What are you guys <laughs> laughing at? These excuses are crazy. What are you though, talking just, about? Because it's, like, you're, like... We're, we do so many activities, I can't remember if I had sex. That's what you're saying. <laughs> That's yeah, right? I mean, it's like...
0: Right?
2: Yeah, what What, what are you guys saying? <laughs> help me, help me. Maybe, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm, like, deflecting. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> it's getting hot here. <laughs> Is a water, goddammit? <laughs> no, wait. Vinny, I, explain what's going on. It just sounds like you're deflecting a
0: little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean but what am I
2: deflecting? Like it
0: just sounds like I have like,
2: christened my place. It,
0: yeah, I mean, it just sounds like you're
1: going ape shit.
0: that you're active in sexual addiction. Is is the kind of the
1: Do you have a girlfriend? No. No, okay. Well, if you're putting down roots, maybe that's the because one thought I have had is like, I'm with you where I feel the the need to kind of like next year. I am taking a, a really long break off the road. Like I have this special coming out- <laughs> Next year. Uh,
0: but that's the, problem. Like, that's the
1: problem with this, right? Where it's like, I have this special coming out later. I can't, you know, I can't say too much about it soon, but it's coming out sometime later this year. And then, so I'm going to tour off that. You can't really put a special out and then not tour off it a little bit. It's kind of a mistake, I think. Like you're going to have all this press from it. So like, I'm going to be gone of the first few couple, you know, the first quarter of next year. But then after that, I'm like, all right, let's chill out. Yeah, but and what then, if more opportunities pop up? And I like- I've I've already told I was like, I'm not doing them. Yeah, because I just that's what I keep doing. like I've said this multiple times where I'm like, I'm gonna take three months off, and then something cool happened, right? Like I got to do a movie uh, this summer. I got Bert asked me to be a part of that awesome tour. Oh yeah, tour, fully loaded. Know, fully loaded tour. So this stuff kept popping up, but mm-hmm. I've just I've told my you know I told my agents I was like I'm just straight up not doing it. like. Yeah, if fucking Martin Scorsese is like, hey, (laughs) you want to make your acting debut, you know, your major motion picture debut, I'll be like, yes, I will. But it's like, other than something crazy, I've just been like, and don't get me wrong, I'm still going to work. Like, I have my podcast. For sure. I'll do do shows in the city. But it's that thing of, like, I got to stay home. And then I also want to be like a regular human being where it's like, yeah, I should probably be in a relationship and stop, like, this weird stuff where you're just kind of flirting with, like... Because it's definitely intriguing, they call it. Intriguing? Yeah. What, what, like, emotional
2: liaisons oh, nice. when you have several people that you're texting oh, nonstop, now okay. <laughs> that, that
1: was memory works real good <laughs> that was vocabulary snapped back
0: <laughs> yeah. Very, very, yeah wow very clear was, was real quick
2: <laughs> <laughs> good point yeah yeah probably blocking yeah. It out. yeah yeah so this tour you're doing Baltimore <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm on so it. four my, shows in Baltimore. My, my fall tour, my fall tour kicks off. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll plug that to give you a little little breather. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> you, get, you, get the camera give you, off yeah, me. Give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm doing the last leg of the Fat Rascal tour, uh, and this this will be the last time I do this material. Um, the special will come out sometime after this. So I'm in Cincinnati. It kicks off in Cincinnati. Columbus, Cleveland, uh, that's the first weekend in October. And then I'm doing big homecoming shows in Baltimore, six shows at the Lyric. Uh, tickets still available for two of those. And then, yeah, then after that's like Detroit, Grand Rapids, Philly, uh, Orlando, Tampa, Fort Lauderdale, Milwaukee, Kansas City, St. Louis, and then we end it at the Beacon Theater in New York, um, which I'm super fucking pumped about. Um, which, it, it is so crazy, like... Mm-hmm. I can't believe some of the venues. Like, the Beacon Theater is so beautiful, and it's like, you know, I'm just telling stories about, like, watching myself fuck in the mirror and how atrocious it is. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, you know, like, Bob Dylan was in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. giving like a, like I, you, it's so funny. I've had but.
0: very similar situations. <laughs> yeah. What's the biggest
2: uh,
1: ben, uh, venue you've done? Um, I don't... I think I did, like, a... On this tour, we have some 3,000 seaters. Um, but I like, uh, I, and I mean, I'm trying to get into like the, tw- the 2,500 seat thing. I really like a 1500 seat venue. I think that's kind of like, it feels like a club, uh, but it's big. Like it's kind of, it's kind of, but some of these, like some of these bigger ones look so beautiful. So I'm really, I'm excited to, to try them out. I mean, I'm trying to do less part of the, like not going crazy on the road is also instead of doing smaller venues and doing eight shows, it's like, hopefully we can sell out one just big 3000 seater and i don't have I'm, to be gone for 6 days or whatever
0: it's not checking out that um that you've yet to travel on a tour bus <laughs> yeah yeah
1: i it's this has all happened like this year dude like it's been really right. crazy where i mean last year i was in comedy clubs and i'll still play comedy clubs cuz i like them i mean i love stand up comedy like that's i've been doing this since i was 19 it's the only thing i've ever wanted to do podcasting and even like having an online presence was never something that i like and yeah i wanted to act a little bit but it was never something like my passion has always been stand-up but yeah in the last year it went from like we'll play some bigger like you know the big improvs, like the 500 seat improvs and shit it went to that to like okay why don't we mix in a couple of theaters and then all the tickets went up so like i still it is hard to wrap my mind around it like i can't i go to some of these places and i'm like what the fuck is going on? And I don't know if you feel this, but like now there's like the pressure of being great every time or giving them a great show. When I'm in comedy club, when I was in comedy club, it's like maybe three of these shows will be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like you're not getting a good show on Thursday. I'll tell you that much. That's the warm up day, <laughs> you know. But it's like, but now it's like these motherfuckers got a babysitter. They paid. You know, the whole night might cost some. Some people fucking got a hotel and flew in and shit right. so it's like you feel that pressure but maybe we'll be maybe it will be a tour bus soon um it would also help with just like yeah just like being healthy right but you drive into columbus from here in and cleveland or no i'll fly into cincinnati and then we'll do the sprinter van thing cincinnati columbus cleveland and then we'll we'll fly back out and then baltimore you know i'm from there i have a house there so that'll be easy and then so so a lot of this tour i wanted it to be a little a little easier on me so it's just like weekends and it's bigger venues but i think maybe next year we'll try the because my but my buddy samarill who just did the pod um uh he's he's a, he started doing tour buses for longer stretches and he he was saying how great it is we just have the greatest
0: yeah, yeah i love it so much <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah is our bus here today no uh. no where where is the bus parked <laughs> do we know
2: Nice. maybe yeah, Steve there. might just stay there instead of the hotel. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, love it. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: i lose my mind over it. You got
1: the little back. You got the little yeah, back yeah. bedroom. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hell got yeah. The back bedroom. Make these peons sleep in the bunks. Jeff's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> said- in there beating off. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you said you've got um, a a house in Baltimore. How many different places do you have homes?
1: So it's basically just New York and Baltimore, and um, I mean, I love. I don't really want to leave New York. I love it, um, but I just have so much fam. Like m- all my family's in Baltimore, and you know, it's it's this weird thing where also going back home kind of makes you remember how real fucking people live. Because it's you know, I'm here and I'm 35, and like to this day, if one of my friends like gets pregnant or something, I'm like, what the hell are you going to keep the kid? And it's like, yeah, I'm 30. You know what I mean? It's like in in entertainment and shit, you could just get so warped with like... Mm, And then I go back home and I'm like, yeah, my young, my little brothers, who are, by the way, they're 30, you know, they're 32-year-old men, but to me, they're my little brothers. It's like, yeah, they're married. They have like jobs. They have like, you know, everyone you grew up with is doing this thing. So it kind of grounds you. And I like being home and I like, you know, seeing my parents and just kind of sticking with them. So I... You know, I'll try and get back to Baltimore at least like two to three months a year. You know, oh, man. spending and then and then New York, just because I'm here. I just love it here. But I've spent so little time this these last couple of years. Like I haven't been in my house. Like I actually don't really feel like I have even a place here because I've turned my apartment into like the podcast studio. Basically. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So we have the back, the master bedroom is the podcast studio, and I have a little bedroom. And then it's like people are coming in and out all the time, and you know.
0: A two bedroom apartment in New York is
1: It's nice. No, it's a three bedroom in Queens, so it's like it's fucking big, but um but it's like yeah, it feels like your office. Like it, it's like living in the tour bus. You know what right. I mean? Like mm-hmm. which can be fun, but it can also be a little a little grating, but you here's, know
0: here's a random question. Yeah. Are you on cameo?
1: I'm not on cameo.
0: Have you thought about getting on cameo? I've
1: thought about it a little bit, yeah.
0: Because we uh, have been working on this video, Mm -hmm. just trying to prank people on a (laughs) cameo. What's the idea? Don't
1: say it. (laughs) I'll be a part of the prank if you want me to. I mean,
0: like, yeah, I'd love to come up with uh, some... What made me think about it was when you said, uh, you know, your friends get pregnant and you're like, oh, are you going to have the kid? Because... the um, Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the first ones that we did we, we tried to send to to David Arquette uh-huh. yeah. um, we, we wrote a, I wrote a message. Oh, you pretend
1: to be a fan asking for a camera. Right. Oh, hell yeah. right. right so right. you ask for out- of pocket shit. Right, yeah, I said yeah. I wrote
0: to David or Cat, like uh, saying my name was Brad or something. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like hey, sadly I got my girlfriend pregnant and she yeah. wants to keep the baby. You know, like, <laughs> did you urge her? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, and he wrote back this super thoughtful, like, hey, you know, I, I believe it's the woman's choice, and then like kind of wow. started chewing me out. You know, like, wow. I'm not gonna do that. Like, and I wish you the best, but. Like man, I really want you to. Really think, you know? <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, it's
1: he really
2: like took like it Awesome to heart. life advice from David Arquette. That's awesome. It was awesome.
0: Good like for the, him. I mean, dude, did he and I, like I know him to be that. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. him to be
0: that. Like that, that great of a guy.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We, we, what were some of the other ones we uh, asked Lindsay Lohan to put on a British accent and say for my British fans? Elton John is a talentless diva. I just wanted to do different accents. And yeah, then, uh, for yeah, my yeah. Irish fans, right. Conor McGregor's a bitch boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then cap it off with, and for my Chinese, oh fans, no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and for my Islam, uh, my Muslim fans, <laughs> the Prophet. And then it just cuts off. Yeah. <laughs> <It just laughs> even... Yeah. Oh
0: my God. God, we, that's uh, a, those
1: are good bits.
0: Yeah, so so uh, we need to have a creative meeting today to come up with more. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: oh, if I think of any, I'll definitely. Yeah. More. Yeah. Who's more, good? Some good ideas. ones. Yeah. More um, Yeah. What
0: was uh Yeah, I mean, dude, we just we, we have a lot of fun. we laugh really hard. Those are
1: great. That. Yeah. That that's a great use of cameo for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna take it any further than that. Don't take I'm it any further. Leave it it there.
1: I'm looking at the screen and
2: it's getting close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <that's, laughs> yeah. We could probably wrap up this video in the next couple days. You think?
0: I would love to. I, I I I would love to. But the thing is that some of the stuff we did on this cameo video is like pretty radioactive. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> like uh, I've got I, I, I've got I've got some legitimate concerns about whether it's a good idea to put this that
1: That's awesome that's great dude that's that that's when you know you got something good you know when you're <laughs> right. like oh no right oh no yeah, a, it's uh... gonna be a huge problem i love the, the people that'll just read whatever and not realize Uh-oh, video's oh video has been removed we have uh we, well we, let we, let's talk about this app <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sounds like you guys lost some heat
0: uh uh was that the, the one for the fire department yeah it's been removed. Oh, it's been removed. Oh, we fine. better have saved it. I don't it. know. Oh. I mean, we wouldn't have been able to show that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean, homeboy had his fire hose out. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah. We had, We said. Uh, That's We incredible. said. We said. Uh, this. This one. We said. We. You know, I work for the fire department and. Uh, it, it would just mean a lot. It would be a big morale boost for the guys in the, in the department if, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, uh, if, if you could light a candle and, and uh, you know, whack it with your wiener to put it out. <laughs> who, would do, who wouldn't assume that
1: that's a gay man with a very specific fetish? You know what I mean? Like, who would take that in good faith? <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you somebody. Yeah, yeah. we got somebody. Yeah.
0: We, asked, we know just the right yeah. one. <laughs> we
1: asked that's Joey Fatone like... of to put on blackface, <laughs> to put on blackface and say "Black Lives Matter." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh-huh. we've got we've got just the guy. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah. So, what else, dude? I mean,
1: dude, not much. Just, uh, you know. I'm just out here. I'm on the road. I got the the special coming up and I'm trying to, you know
0: Where's the special coming out?
1: Uh I uh, we don't know yet or I can't announce yet, but so you know, somewhere pretty cool. Uh and it'll come out we don't know the exact date, but later this year. So I'm really pumped about that. And then, you know, not much. I got I oh well I did a I did like a little movie with uh, a little indie movie, which is really cool. I'm editing that with some friends right now, so I'm trying to, you know, try and do some shit like that. But you know,
0: when when you when you're when you're uh, making all these TikToks, these short videos, do you have like people you hire to do that for you?
1: Yeah, I basically hired my best friends. Like I hired, uh, like my friend Eldis, who had no idea how to do anything. Like he had no t- technical acumen at all. He just he became like my right hand man, and he started posting all that shit. And then now it's like you know you just hire some editor. Like I, I have some editors that I work with and. Yeah, you just, you just got to have it. It's like a little machine that you got to keep right. going constantly. Um, but, you know, it's all good. I, I look at that stuff as like advertisements for sure for my show. It's not, I don't see that as like what I do. I just think I'm lucky that I can do crowd work in a way. Like if you come to a show, people. some people expect it to be all crowd work, but it's like 10 minutes of crowd work where I'm just like. Because right. that's always a fun part of comedy where you do. That's another cool thing about stand-up is you get to connect with the crowds, like live performance, you get to, you're get you right there in front of them, right? And that's awesome. So it's like, yeah, take advantage of that and make something that you can't recreate anywhere else with this specific, you know, uh, crew, uh, this specific crew of people. Um, but then, so it's like, I just see that as like a way to get people into shows and then, you know, come see me and we'll do, you know, it'll yeah. be a completely different thing. We'll talk about a bunch of shit. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh it's, just what you have to basically do now, it feels like you know, just another part of it. But it's cool.
0: Ha- have you ever stormed out of an interview? I've never stormed out. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I like to. I pride myself on being a pretty easygoing guy. You know, yeah. having a good time no matter what the situation is. So you've never stormed out never stormed kind of it? Never stormed out. Walked out. I've, I've, I've yeah, I've briskly. <laughs> no, I don't do any like real interview. That's the other thing. It's like I just like you know podcasting and just, like, fucking around with people and actually having a conversation. Right. And, you know, I don't do too many. I haven't done any combative interviews, so who knows? Right. I don't even know what the gotcha questions would really be, you know? Right. Wait, I, have, have where are you, you going with this? Have you had any well, I don't know. Just, <laughs> <laughs> no, just,
0: I, don't, I don't know what made me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, what
1: made me... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had, like, a story or something. What about no, you? No, have no. you ever had, like, I'm sure, have people ever been, like, dickheads to you?
0: It takes a lot to offend me. Yeah. You got you to gotta try pretty hard to yeah, offend yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, the one one time uh, I I got up and walked out of an interview. It was just somebody had insulted uh, the honor of somebody else.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just taking a stand. I mean, I yeah. I get that, right? It's like, but I I could feel, I could imagine, like, if anything, maybe like some interviewers would be like condescending to you or yeah. some shit like that. Like, I could see that, which is fucked, because it's like, I mean, I I hate that. I mean, I I mean, I've been a fan forever, truly. Like, I, oh, man, from, I like, love that too. Yeah, obviously. Thank you jackass wild, wild boys is my shit too you know what i mean like oh, thanks, and and i just think that i mean it's so just what you do is fucking awesome and it's so like it's the fact that interviewers or anybody would be like condescending about it is just like it's it's actually i think it's more i think it's like uh more like like noble. visceral art and noble than like a lot of stuff that's like a lot of the middle ground shit that's, like, like really, you know, maybe there's, like, some very high level of works of art that we're talking about, like film, stuff like that, that, like, most people can't touch, right? But then there's, like, all this bullshit that people churn out that has no, like, human spirit or connection and, like, all the stuff that... Not only is that, like, you will put your body on the line to truly, like, make something and entertain people and also... But it's also, like, that... That underlying like level of camaraderie that all everything that you, I think you do is so sick and that it has that like human feeling. I mean, from the first Jackass to I mean, Jackass Forever was like more emotional for me than like you know a good oh, wow. <laughs> than like a, than like some fucking highly produced Hollywood drama where it's like because you actually are like seeing these uh, you know relationships form uh, you know in real time and shit so. Now, nah, anybody who's being a dickhead to my boy Steve, they need to come see me. That's what I say. <laughs> we'll fuck them up. We'll send out El- eldest, my Albanian video editor, to to deal with him. He's six six and a very soft man, but maybe he looks intimidating. You yeah, know, <laughs> you know. But, yeah,
0: good man. I well, I appreciate that, I dude. Think,
1: I think we have a heart out right now. All right, good. Okay. Well, nice.
0: well, uh, <laughs> I think. Uh,
1: Cool, we can wrap it up. I I think
0: we're in good shape anyway, man. I I knew I was going to love talking to you. Dude, this is so
1: fun. Thank you. And uh, anytime you're back in New York and want to come hop on Stavi's World, come do my part. I would love it, dude. Yeah, definitely love to have you, for sure. Yeah, man. Um, Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, shit, dude. Like, uh, anytime you want.
1: I would love to, meet Yeah, and if you're you're in L.A. right? You're most. Of the time. I, I am cool. in L.A. Yeah. So if I'm in L.A., I'll hit you up, dude. But yeah, please come on the show. Great meeting you guys. Nice meeting you too. Please get your sex addiction under control. <laughs> 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 We're all worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. See you guys next time.
0: Yeah, dude, you know, that was a lot of fun. Thanks, <laughs> How about that, my new bro Stavros? You know. Um. There's a lot going on. I just got back from the Radical Ranch. <clears throat> Been talking about this forever. Lux and I did it. The place is insane. Like, I can't stand how much I love it. And what what else, dude? I might I might as well just go ahead and tell you this. I got a release date for the Bucket List Special, November Fourteenth. It's exciting. And uh, yeah, man, just love you guys. I love you guys a lot. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah